cast my mind to Calvary. Let me hear your voice, church. You know. I see his one. His hands and his feet. My Savior run. Thank you. 
got your scriptures here tonight. If you are ready for heaven's hold your Bible. I can't hear me, you know. one man of God who is ready for heaven's password tonight give the Lord a mighty praise and what explosion glory to God I see a new season I see a new world tonight I see heaven and earth meeting in this location tonight. God's software and man's hardware in the same body tonight. Heaven is going to shift you to the new place of destiny. Are you ready for the world tonight? Give the Lord a mighty praise in this house. It's a new season. It's a new season. 
Good evening. Wow. Are there men of God in this house tonight? Are there women of God in this house tonight? Say to your neighbor, I'm a man of God. Not just a servant of God. I am a man of God. Is it true that you are thinking of me? I know it's a, I, I know. But it's fine. You'll make it work, right? When I call. places in the Bible where God calls men his servants and tonight the first assignment I have is to compare between servants and, and men of God why does he call some men and some servants let me give you examples of servants of God Pharaoh one of the greatest servants of God to walk the face of the earth is Nebuchadnezzar Jeremiah 24, 25, pardon me. Let me start from there tonight. What we're still tracing is genealogies. And like when Natalie said tonight on Periscope, she mentioned the genealogy. The Bible says this is the history of the heavens and the earth. Can I tell you something tonight? Anything that has history will pass away. This heaven that we know today is going to pass away. It said, Behold, I see a new Jerusalem. I see a new heaven and a new earth. And everything in it was made new. In the world to come, in the heaven to come, Pastor Dami will still be needed because engineers will be needed. You didn't hear that, did you? No way. You just said, Yes, sir. You didn't hear nothing. Meaning it will be performing engineering in heaven. Architects will be needed. Let's get into the word tonight. Jeremiah 25. Yesterday, the review yesterday. The Lord began to speak to us. About the password for cities. The new Jerusalem. The new heaven and the new earth needed a man to access it so that men can know what to expect. And if this is going to happen, John the Revelator will be taken out of a city in order to see God's city. Our passcode for the future city was in Revelations. That Paul, that John, pardon me, had to see the things to come. What was his password? How did he get to see the world to come? The things that are yet to be revealed, even in our days, how did he see it? What is the making of a man of God? I believe that's what the Holy Spirit wants to call our attention to tonight. The formation 
how men of God are formed, how men of God are made. Come, let us make men in our own image and after our own likeness. This making from the mud. We need to go from the mud into the creation of John the Baptist. For so there was a man made by God. He is made. My focus therefore tonight is the making. Since you understand a bit and you can study the rest yourself. Since you understand a bit what is a man of God. What does God make of his men? But before we get into the making or the ingredient of the component that makes a man of God, let us see servants. So if you want a title tonight, call it God's word under man's heading. Meaning God is speaking, but the heading of his word, the topic is men. These men, and we went through it some periscope together. All these men were just men like you and I. But under them was the word of God. And we're going to do what we did on periscope together quickly. So that you will know that your calling brethren is special. What God has called you for. So you want to see, is it God making you? Or is it just life happening to you? What are the components? What is the difference? In Jeremiah, so we'll get to that in a moment. But in Jeremiah, God calls this man his servant. Actually, let's just read it. So that I get this off now. Jeremiah 25. And I, just looking through this Bible... I realized that when I came across this scripture in 2006, I actually put a comma there. For me, the comma there is, I'm going to have to find out why is it. So I wrote here, Nebuchadnezzar, God's servant. Well, that's strange. Nebuchadnezzar looks like God's enemy. God said, it's my servant. I use him when I need the whole purpose of the creation of Nebuchadnezzar is Daniel. Uh -huh. Nebuchadnezzar exists because of Daniel. Bad governance exists because of you. Oppression exists because of freedom. Slavery exists because of emancipation. Darkness existed because of light. The Bible says that the earth was filled with darkness. And darkness was on the face of the deep. Then God said, what is the need of God without darkness? And so the answer to a generation plugged into human vessel. For we have this treasure in human vessel. Why? That the excellence may be of God. So Daniel's formation is to eventually meet a Nebuchadnezzar. But guess what? Nebuchadnezzar goes first. Nebuchadnezzar prospers first. Nebuchadnezzar becomes the king first. Nebuchadnezzar gains prominence first. Nebuchadnezzar owns the gold and the silver first. And God, like a man who builds a bridge. And this bridge is going to be dragged upon by heavy lorries. 
he constructs his bridge and he tests it. The test that you go through right now is God testing. Can this take Nebuchadnezzar? Because Nebuchadnezzar will need this bridge one day. And so God himself rides on you like the bridge of destiny. Are you listening to me tonight? Though? He rides on you to test. And so the first test that Joseph went through, um, Pharaoh goes first. The whole essence of Pharaoh is Joseph. Joseph brought definition to Pharaoh. Aliata. You didn't hear what I just said, right? There is no meaning of Pharaoh without Joseph. May God bless the Queen of England. But you will bring more meaning to the Queen, to royalty. And God is still waiting for that. You owe God that before you leave this earth at least. You bring definition to royalty. You are royalty. So I crown you King of kings. Oh, you are royalty. So I crown you. I'm sure you're still wondering where I'm going to, though. I'm sure you're still wondering what's all this. Anyways. The color and once Joseph is gone in God's book of history, Pharaoh is not important anymore. And so now tonight, actually, we wanted to read a Bible verse, right? Talk to me. Therefore, the Lord Almighty says, because you have not listened to my words, I will summon all the people. Verse 7. Yet you have not listened to me, says the Lord, that you might provoke me to anger with the works of your hands to your own earth. Verse 8. Therefore, the Lord Almighty says this. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts. So we're reading from different translations. NKJV, please. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, because you have not heard my words, uh -huh. behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, yeah. says the Lord, uh -huh. and Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar is the king of the systems. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar, the most influential, the most powerful. In other words, there is no one powerful that is not God's servant. They just need a password from you as a man of God. When God's servants, so who is the superior? The servant of God or the man of God? When the servant of God sees the man of God, he has to bow to the man of God because he's serving God. Uh-uh. So, I'm not bothered with men of prominence. It's either you become the servant of men or you become the servant of God because if you, no, no, or you become the man of God. So, now the shortcut into nation building and taking is be the man of God. 
He said, because you have not listened. You, Israel, you were meant to be men of God. He said, I will make you a holy priesthood. I will make you a nation of priests. Did you read that in your Bible? If you're acting unto me, I will make you a nation of priests. But they will not accept it. So they became servants of servants. So he said, Nebuchadnezzar, my servant, the king of Babylon. Can I quickly tell you something? Let's settle this in our hearts once and for all. All kings are God's servants. And they will be roaming the earth without direction until they meet men of God. We're going somewhere very, very explosive tonight. The kings will not know what decision to make until they meet men of God. So you see, kings are only experts in decreeing laws for servants. So we will suffer under the weight of kings as long as we are not the ones influencing the decisions of the kings because they are only servants. So when a king becomes wicked, it's because there are no men of God to tell him what to do next. And so we become subjects of the decrees and the laws of servants who have disconnected from the master. Why? Because the gods on earth are not doing what they are supposed to do. So this is why God gets furious with Israel. You are supposed to give kings direction. By me, when you go back to the book of Proverbs, it said, by me kings reign and princes decree justice. I need that scripture though. It said, wisdom says something. It said, by me, kings reign and princes decree justice. But if there is no wisdom of God on earth, if the prime minister, if the president, if the kings cannot hear from the servants of God, I mean from the men of God, then they don't know what to do. Then they will have to consult servants. That is called democracy. It is the consultation of servants for servants by servants. I'm, I'm not sure you're ready for where I'm about to go tonight. I'll pull back once I notice you're not ready. I think I've gone to gear five instead of two. Let me come back to gear two tonight because it's day two, right? Don't worry, I have a backup note. So, these kings were formed as servants of God. God does not need to have a personal relationship with any king. God does not build relationship with any king. Apart, the only king he has a personal relationship with is Jesus. Sorry, David. All other kings will need men of God. We need servants of God in order to shape that nation. A nation is shapeless 
because it has no word of God. It doesn't matter how many camps and religious meetings are there. God is looking for men who will help servants. Daniel will help Nebuchadnezzar, God's servant. Okay, so every God's servant needs God's men. Read again verse 9. Behold, Behold uh -huh. I will send and take all the families of the north, says the Lord. Uh -huh. And Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and will bring them against this land, against its inhabitants, and against these nations all around, and will utterly destroy them and make them an astonishment, a hissing, and perpetual desolations. Moreover, I will take from them the voice of mirth. So God, why was Nebuchadnezzar winning? God sends him and said, God destroyed that land and Nebuchadnezzar is dead. He plunders them, he gets richer. God says, go to the north. Nebuchadnezzar goes there. He plunders them. He wins. Why? Because he's only doing the biddings of God. Can you now imagine? That as powerful as this king is, or worse, there's going to be four Hebrew boys. These guys have plundered nothing. These guys have won no war. These guys are not trained in military might. Daniel, no military experience. But he's got a word. He's got a connection. He's <laughs> got the breath of God in him. He has had an encounter with the God of Jacob. He has a bloodline, a genealogy of takeover. He has a line in his blood. The covenant of Abraham is in the bloodline of Daniel, which is the takeover covenant. To take the nation, so sometimes when it seems as if God is slow, in raising his people is because the king of the earth are still plundering. I wish you heard what I just said. When the kings of the earth are still busy plundering, God is busy infusing words into his men, making his men in Zion. Paul will later say something like, for we are ambassadors of Christ. But when we hear the word ambassador, we think about the ambassador of US to UK. It lives great. But Paul said, no, there is a making of ambassadors. I wanted to get that scripture ready for me. What makes men of God? Now, but before we get to the making of the man of God, we really need to get to the servants so that we know why the men of God are sent here? What is their assignment? What is their job to do? What is their calling? 
they are called to the kings of the earth and they will plunder the kings of the earth and bring the world to Zion because Zion will be the only standing kingdom so look at what God does God raises servants a servant is only a worker he works he accumulates he works he gets everything he's the guy who is on four bliss or whatever he's the king of tech is the king of innovation is the king of property market is the king of anywhere whatever God says those are my servant even they don't know how they became that rich Kaliata even they don't know so every breakthrough of wealth you read about I want you to know that the calculation must be when I heard that a person is a trillionaire, I'm just thinking, so God will really need trillions for this end time revival. A man wakes up, never dreamt to be a billionaire, but all of a sudden, an idea comes to his mind and he doesn't know where it's come from, where it is coming from. He is the servant. Is servant of God, and God is the one that led that. God is the one that released that idea in order for him to plunder. So, all of a sudden, this man that is already rich is becoming richer and richer. And I'm sitting here thinking, God is just catching money for the end time revival. So how do I know that? From the minute he can call Nebuchadnezzar his servant. Nebuchadnezzar did not know how he's winning this battle. He doesn't know that there is a finger of God behind his battles. There is a hand of God controlling his battles. Making him win all his battles. But all of this is for one man of God. So I understand church and market's place or whatever it is, but I don't care. I need men of God. Let me tell you quickly about Great Britain. Began a military expedition all over the world, and Great Britain was winning and winning and winning and wondering why they are winning, and they believed in the name of the Lord. And after gathering all the wealth of the nations came back into their nation and said we don't even need God in other words it wasn't about God in the first place they were just servants who needed to carry the cross of Jesus across the earth but out of Africa I brought my son and you are here as servant of God listen this is what our parents missed you know what happened to them they came in order to live a comfortable life they did not know that God planned for them to come as men of God so in their countries they were on fire for God in their countries they were in choir they were in prayer warrior team but when they came they became servants of servants the cause upon Cush Noah said to Cush servant of servants will you be but tonight God has raised another generation to say we will not be servants of servants God says, the only way you will not be servant of servant, there is no other way you have to become 
men and women of God. That is the only way you will escape being servants of servants. God speaks to the God Coast tonight, Ghana, and says, when you were plundered, I sent you back here to get back what was taken from you by servants. You, you were plundered. But God allowed it. Whoever plunders you and open your eyes to Jesus made a big mistake. So today in the UK, there's always a word like we're trying to understand your kind of Pentecostalism. Kaliata. What you carry is not connecting to God. This is what connects to God. And so all of a sudden, and this is why God is trying to awaken his church in the UK. He's saying what you are trying to embrace is what killed them. What you are trying to take, what looks like decent life, is what destroyed them. And God is saying your generation cannot afford to go back there. Because that's how our gener the generation of our parents became servants of servants. Are you listening to me tonight? What you are trying to become is why I'm dispossessing them. It is not Arabs, it's you. Those ones can't connect God. They didn't plunder the Arabian nation. There was nothing there. It was you. So, come. So they come to this guy's home, took his gold, built a country, and this guy comes back to serve what his money built. And all of a sudden, he doesn't go to church anymore. Why? He's serving servant. How will he take back what was taken from him? He serves the one who sent the servant. If he can dare to serve the one who sent the servant, it will not be the servant of servant. So, I've seen people leave Africa to become, uh, uh, what do they call the people at the till in Asdown? Huh? Cashiers. It becomes a cashier and pastor is a cashier on Sunday morning. Because pastor is afraid pastor is afraid of poverty and he has come to another nation in his own imagination he does not know that it is only one God that rules the earth and the pound sterling is that God and God says well there is something more powerful than that if God can find 50 servants of God in London today I'm not talking about these pastors I'm talking about servants I'm a man of God 
in the realm of men. He said, Nebuchadnezzar, my servant, I've sent him. It will plunder Israel. So the only mysterious thing in UK today is how, in court, Pentecostal churches are growing. It's mysterious. They don't know our style. They don't know what, what is this? Why are these people this hopeful? In a world that there's nothing to hope for, all that they took from you still didn't give them hope. But God is looking for a generation that will understand that the only way, the only password to take that stuff back is men of God. Any other thing outside of that fails, it will fail. You didn't come here to come and dream of a better life. It's not about dreaming. It's about do you have a word? Did you hear what I just said? The same thing, and this is not a message of color. It applies to even those who are not African. The system steals your youth. That's another level of plundering. Did we finish reading that? And this whole life. We finished. We finished that. So come to me, come with me to the table of content of your Bible. Let's say you study Bible to the place where you go to table of content. Pastor Faith is going to read the table of content and you will tell me if it is man's name or God's name. And that's where I want to start the message of tonight from. I was looking for something yesterday night. I was looking for men of God. I said, God, I need men were extraordinary and I need just few to be able to just focus on those few and teach or preach tonight whichever way and I was thinking deep and after the table of content we'll go to the making of the men of God I want to start from Moses I want to go to Noah I want to go to all these men in the scripture that includes the gender women. I want to go to all these people and see how God made them. I want you to remember this in case I forget. Daniel was the man that was taken into Babylon, right? After Daniel had interpreted all the dreams and all the vision, all that was left for Daniel was seeking God for the liberation of Israel. The end game is Zion. It is not just the plundering of Babylon. It is Zion. And the question God is asking us for these three days is simple. Have you got the God? To believe that the nations are yours. That, that's the old question now. 
Now, so if you if your answer is yes, and I guess it's yes, right? Yes, sir. If your answer is yes, then my job tonight is to tell you the things that you must pass through. The things that must happen to us in the making. So it is more like come with me to God's laboratory where he mixes things up the kind of mold we've got to enter that place tonight and when I begin to speak I want you to hear me some of you will get into the prophetic in some minutes we're going to get into that laboratory because every bloodline the genealogies of heavens and earth is God's lab so when God begins to say so so began so 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 what he's saying is the mixing of the chemical that forms this hardware. And Jesus will say, a body you've prepared for me. This is God's mixture. A lab, heavenly lab. We've got to visit that lab tonight. And those of you who are scientists, you can walk with me into this lab. The chemicals that he mixed up, why your parents are your parents. The reason why they have to be your parents. The reason why many of you from different nations tonight... The, the scripture for sin said to Abraham in your seed but God says that seed Abraham cannot be your own mixture I will be the one to mix that seed and we're going to go from Abraham to Isaac and stop in Jacob tonight because Israel is his firstborn isn't it aha uh -huh. if Israel is his firstborn Israel before I leave the servant area Israel went to the house of a servant and became a servant first anger of God Israel looks at a servant that God has blessed the end result was for Jacob to plunder him but Israel looks at this man and says guess what I'm going to work for you God said I just promise you nations God says Jacob I did not promise you nation because you did any work for me before you were born in your mother's womb because of the mixture that you have, I needed your mother, Rebecca, right? And Isaac to bring me a son, an offering called Jacob. And there was a struggle among nations. Esau was supposed to be the serving nation. Esau was supposed to be the gathering nation. Jacob, you are supposed to be the acquisition nation. Jacob, you are my special purpose acquisition company. Jacob is God's company on earth. But when Jacob could not listen and become the man of God that God wanted him to be, guess what he did? He became a servant in the house of servitude. So he looks at the father-in-law's garden and he says, this guy is a powerful business. So I said, I will serve you. And God said, Jacob, how can you renegade yourself to a servant? You are my man. You are my company. You are the only one I was trusting on earth. So now everyone has to chill for 20 years, isn't it? 21 years. Everyone's have to wait until this guy finishes servitude. But guess what? He was now coming back to the nation. He needed a password. Huh? He needed a password because now he has served he has all the wives and concubines now. He has all the sheep and whatever else. He's coming 
and he's looking at the nation of God's promise in front of him but there was a password he needed to have God set him up that night for an encounter in order to give him the password called Israel yeah because if it carries if it doesn't carry the password called Israel back to the nations Esau will not allow him to come in Esau had become the gatekeeper of nations Esau had become exactly what God said he would be but not what God destined for Jacob what Jacob was because remember <laughs> remember that Jacob was only coming with sheep and goats Esau had the same what Esau did not have his word Esau had no encounter so there was now he heard that Esau was coming and God shows us what Esau's got because by the time Jacob was saying I've sent sheaves and stuff Esau said I don't want it so it's not a money clash it's a superior word it's a word clash so Jacob had come to serve for many years now and he's acquired all that he thought he needed but Israel was missing the password into the nation was Israel so on that night God set him up for an encounter he saw what? angels again these angels are here now you remember Peter and the gates these angels are back now and I said no they are not back because they were with that's New Testament that's Old Testament wait a minute these angels are back now and they showed Jacob access to heaven. You remember we've taught that before. They were on a ladder and on this ladder they were ascending and descending. It should have been that they were descending and ascending. Uh -uh. They were angels of the earth who can go into the throne of the father because they've been called, right? They came to carry Jacob. In the first place, they would have carried him through the ladder that you are climbing. You know, people say, I'm just trying to climb the professional ladder. That is labor, right? These angels were ascending. And they were coming back to check the man of purpose, the man of God. Are you ready to come up? And each time they come down, they realize that this guy is not ready. They go back. The father says, did you bring him? He said, it's not ready. He has promised Laban again that another seven years he will serve. They go back to the father and said, it's not ready. But on that night of encounter, when Jacob was ready for the nation, what happened? Everything has dried up now. He was looking at the gatekeeper of the nation of promise. And, and the gatekeeper is coming with fury. He said, I won't let you go tonight unless you bless me Jacob why are you always looking for blessing even when he met the angels he just said look I just need blessing again he said Jacob are you crazy too this guy lost money so much anything for him and the angel said look as long as it is just a blessing for you you're looking for I'm not going to say anything and he wrestled and then 
The angel said, what's your name? He said, Jacob is my name. The angel said, let me give you the passport to nations. You're going to change from supplanter to the prince of God. The man of God. Do you know that night the angel only called the man of God? He said, prince of God. What does that mean? It changed from supplanter into the prince of God. And now, this is what launches us into the making of the man of God. Now the angel tells him why. I need that encounter, please. The angel tells him why. Israel means the prince of God. As long as Israel remains God's man, it will be the leader of the world. The moment he changes from that, he will be the servant of servants. So it can't just be servant of God, it will be servant of servants. But before we read the encounter, let's, let's, actually, let's read it first and then we'll get to the table of content. Then God appeared to Jacob again. Yeah. When he came from Padan Aram. That was the second season for Jacob and he got it in the second season. Actually, I think he got it in the third one really, but hey. God appeared to him again. Now destiny calls and say, maybe your parents, I don't know if you're a second or third generation immigrant. Settled fact, the first one missed it. Some of you have parents in mental homes. It's not because they are weak. They couldn't take the pressure of being servant. At some point, listen, gas bill alone can kill you and make you become servant. Those bills are not normal bills, they have devils in them, they have torment. Torment is in those things. And I employ you not to take it lightly. They have torment in them. Torment dwells in them. And so it's not because they were weak. So maybe you are first generation immigrant. And I think most of you here tonight, 99% of you are second generation or third. If you are West Indian, you are likely going to be third generation. If you are African, you are likely going to be second. Is that correct? So, the first encounter is the first generation. Now, this is the second generation encounter. And God is looking around to say, will they make it? Or will they serve servant or servant again? What will... The first generation immigrant that has missed it, what would they tell you? They will teach you how they missed it. They will teach you their ways. Mommy says, all this going to church and da 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 da. You better be careful. That's how mom missed it and went to the house of Laban and still serving them. So now, all of a sudden, mommy wakes up and says, I'm going back home. Mom, you can go back anywhere you like. You don't have the password of nations. 
It's like you've come to waste your time overseas. Now you are back. It's still the same thing, waiting for death. There is no difference there. See, I want to go home now. I said, where is home? What is home? And so, their job, subconsciously, will be to tell you. Yeah. How they did it. Hoping that the results will be different for you. It won't be. If you miss the code, you missed everything. So God's word under man's head. Let's go. So we're going to do this together now. As we read the table of content. What's the time now? Let me be sure. Okay. Let's start now. Let me set the time now. So we'll just do God, man, God, man. So when she reads um, a chapter, a chapter title, we'll say if it is God's name or man's name. Yeah, let's go. Genesis. Is this going to be long, right? Don't worry, just read. Exodus. Leviticus. Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, Ezra. Okay, let's do it like this. Any name that a man does not bear, just put it as God. Okay. Let's give God some credit now. Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Songs of Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, Jude, Revelation. So, can you see those who say, you know, 
in Dio's Park Nation is pity, pity, pity. God was writing a Bible and he puts the heading as man. I don't get it. This is Bible, the compendium of God's thought. Where all his thought is in. And he did not put all his name. So normally, if it is the Christians of today, guess what? It would have been El Shaddai, chapter 1. The book of God, chapter 2. And, and their God, the fake God they serve, their God will now say, oh, let me secure my son. Have, have you seen any ending in scripture that is Jesus Christ, chapter 1? Yeah, let me secure my son. He's got to be, my son's got to be in the history book. So let me put Jesus, the chapter of Jesus, Jesus chapter 1. Then Christ chapter 2. Omnipotent chapter 5. Omnipresence chapter 7. No, God's men are the proof of God's production system. So, it is not the men that we celebrate it's the making the product of God so you call it iPhone not Steve Jobs so what I want to center on tonight is the making of God God's divine product you you still call those things laptop right I Mac But all the word of Steve Job is sin. The Bible says that the invisible attributes of God may be seen in the things that are now visible. So what is Melchizedek? The work of God, the word of God in hardware. So the name of Melchizedek is not God. is the king of Salem. By the time you now study Melchizedek, you find the making. That's what I'm centering on tonight. You find the making of God. So what God did all through scripture is the Bible is the showcase of all of God's products. That's right. It's a display, an exhibition of all his products. So tonight, what we're searching is which of the products are you? Have you become a product of God? So here is iMac, Microsoft, the different makings of God. And so when God came, he also now came to Peter. So eventually, if Peter makes it, you will find first Peter. That's iPhone 1. Then you find 2 Peter. That's iPhone 2. Are you listening to me tonight? And Peter is going to continue in history. And what is going to be Peter's continuation is protégés. Okay, let me use Paul. You'll find Ephesians. Then you will now find 1 Timothy. And Timothy will say yes, but there is a Timothy iPhone 2. So what did God do? God created stuffs and he put them on display because these were men 
that could hear the heart of God, they became the men of God. So when we talk about the men of God, we're talking about God's product. Have you seen a product that is not for sale before? So every product must sell. What is God doing on the earth today? The greatest product, Jesus Christ, has now sold. So when, when Jesus came to Peter, I said, follow me and I will make you. I want to form you into iPhone 1. I will mold you. Adam was the first product. And that product did not make it. So iPhone 2 came. They call him the second Adam. But for better word, last Adam. Because the first Adam was supposed to be the prototype upon which every other Adam will come. An improvement. So, 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 so begat this. When Lamech begat Noah. No, let's go to the genealogy of Noah now. It was an improvement. The Bible says, but God found, but, but Noah found grace. Meaning the kind of wiring that Noah had can download an app called grace. You don't understand where I'm going with this, right? The old earth was rebelling against God. But in the product of Lamech, a product came that was wired that has the ability to download something that has not even been given yet. For the law came through Moses, but grace came through Jesus Christ. But Noah was advanced ahead of his time. The hardware and software that Noah was made of can download the app called Grace. And God is asking us tonight if you have the app in you that can download Reviver. No, you didn't hear what I just said. So when I'm talking about men of God, I don't know if you knew where I was going with this yesterday. I'm talking about the product of God. You need to find that scripture from me. And there was a man made by God. So, okay, let me stay with Noah. Are you ready? Talk to me. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great yeah. in the earth. Yeah. And that every intent of the thoughts of his heart. Listen to this. It is every intent of the thought of his heart. I need scientists or computer people. I know there is a product in every phone that is the most important. What did you call it, Obi? Huh? I can't even. It's even long to pronounce. Okay, whatever. <laughs> in every improvement, <laughs> oh my God, so in every human improvement, every child is supposed to be the better version of the father. No wonder the Bible spent so much time on talking about who begat who. Because there are some things Android will never be able to begat. All of you stalked on Android, Pastor Dami. (laughs) 
they will not just be able to beget it. So now, when we begin to call ourselves men of God, my, okay, you know, there are people who will come stagnation, but they will not be able to be an improvement of anything. They can't just birth it. Because they are not wired that way. So what God is challenging you for over the next few days is to say there are already things that you are wired for. Just download. Read it, please, Pastor, quickly. And that every I need to rush now. of the thoughts of his heart. So the intent of the thought of the heart of man. This man is not the man of God. The Bible says, and God, read it again. They didn't hear that part. That every that the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great. God in the saw earth. that the action of man, the wickedness of his heart was so great. He's just wicked by birth. He just does wicked things. I know you know there are wicked people in this, so they're just wicked. You know, you know the sister you've been telling to stop backbiting, but she's just backbiting. The hardware, the software rather, she just has to, she's an improvement on her mom actually. It's a, it's a software. Of the man too. So be careful who you marry because you may not be able to change the software. You can, you can dress up the hardware. She can put makeup on the hardware, but the software. <laughs> Read on, sister. And that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he. This had man has no capacity to think good terrible software it said he, he that continuously the thought of his heart is wicked uh-huh and the lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth yeah and he was grieved in his heart wait the lord was sorry another translation says he regretted that he made man on the earth because his intention was he, he needed a man of God. Do you now say God made mistake? I don't know, but he was sorry though. Before Christians shoot me dead now. Our God can never be sorry. Oh, I don't know who that is. You know these guys say these things and they get excited with themselves in their church. And Satan gets excited with them. Our God cannot be sorry. The woman stands and says, yes, Lord. I said, that's bow. That's bow. Bow can never be sorry. But the Bible says, and God was sorry that he had made man on the earth. Talk to me. And he was grieved in his heart. The Bible says, and he was grieved. He, he said, what, what did I just do? So he found a solution. Talk to me. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created. Do you know that God is still up to this? Because even when he had done it in Noah, another man still showed up. He managed to show up. Cush managed to come. And God will not stop. That's what we call the hand of time. 
until he has destroyed man from the face of the earth. So what is the man that will remain? The man of God. Talk to me. Whom I have created from the face of the earth, uh -huh. both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air. Uh -huh. For I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes. One man, his name is Noah. He had an app in him that can download grace. But Noah found grace. He was a recipient of grace because of the way he was wired. Your ends will make money because you are wired like that. So those who are called to that industry, financiers like Pastor Nikki is saying, they won't listen to your decency. There is a wiring in them that is just for finances. Those who are sent to governmental authority, there is a wiring in them that is just toward government. No matter what you say, the thing in them that found grace, what was the grace Noah found? The ability to hear God and build an ark. Even if he doesn't have a single stick, that grace that he has downloaded will make his hand find the sticks and the trees. It is the grace that he found. How did Noah have the wisdom to build an ark that can survive that he has never seen so when grace comes to the man of God it shows you the architectural master plan of things that eyes have not seen the first manifestation of eyes have not seen and ears have not heard was the ark of Noah something that men have not seen before so grace is not just escape from sin please African preacher Grace is not unmerited favor alone. Grace is God. Did you hear what I just said? Grace is the manifestation of God in the human body. So Noah found grace. When Noah found grace, he saw a nation that is not a nation. He saw a nation built in an ark. He designed the ark. He formed the heart by the voice of God. He built the heart and he found materials. He found materials to build the ark. This grace. But Noah found grace in the sight of God. And what happened? This is the genealogy of Noah. Wait, read that scripture again. Because now the Bible says he found grace and he began to say this. This is the genealogy. Why did he mention grace and go to genealogy? This is the bloodline of Noah. This is the family tree of Noah. Once he found grace, his genealogy became important. This is the genealogy of Noah. Talk to me. Noah was oh God oh God please help me tonight oh God please help me tonight Noah was just a man uh-huh perfect uh-huh in his generation Noah was a just man or was just a man perfect in his generation but they didn't record his perfection until he found grace the moment he found grace it became a perfect man 
it couldn't have been perfect because he got drunk after the hack but you see at the introduction of the app called grace God imputed grace unto Noah because of purpose he only just found grace because there is a genealogy there is an history God is forming do you know there is something downloading in you right now There is a word from your genealogy that if you met your father, if you met your father's father and you sat with them and they begin to tell you their aspirations, the one they couldn't fulfill, you will find yourself in between their aspiration because this is the genealogy and God is speaking to you tonight that what they couldn't fulfill, you've got to arise. You didn't hear me. That what they couldn't reach, you've got to arise. But there was an introduction of something that they couldn't get, they couldn't find grace. Now you have found grace. Don't let go of grace. And even if they are opposing you, it's because they don't understand grace. Everybody that doesn't understand grace will ask you to walk. I'll leave that as that. Go back to but no. Quickly, my Perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God. She didn't hear me. Go back to she, he found grace. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And this? This is the genealogy of Noah. Uh -huh. Noah was a just man. Yeah. Perfect in his generation. Uh-huh. Noah walked with God. Yeah. And Noah begot three sons. Another translation says Noah was just a man. But a man that walked with God. So it transmitted from being just a man or a just man to the man of God. So therefore, because he chose to walk with God, he was perfect in his generation. So what is the making of a man of God? A man who walks. And so God sits in the heaven tonight and he looks at all your challenges of pressure and says, walk with me. We're working something out here. I need you to be a man of God. Uh, in your past life, you were just a man. You did as you please. But in this season, I need you to be a different man. Come walk with me. We want to show the walk in a quick moment. Quickly finish that. Then we'll go to the ambassador's one. And Noah begot three sons. Yeah. Shem, Ham, and, and Japheth. Japheth. Uh -huh. The earth also was corrupt before God. And the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt. Yeah. For all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. Yeah. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before and me. And God said to Noah, the end of all, all flesh. It doesn't matter if it's rich, famous, whatever it is. The end of all flesh 
the end of all ordinary men has come before me and I'm going to erase all ordinary men and the only men that will remain will be men of God there will be people of assignment there will be people who walk with me but Noah you're going to be the one to lead you're going to lead this crusade just in case we can still find one man among the flesh who will come to our side and Noah became one preacher out of hate this house tonight is filled with one people one voice men and women whose love is just God and God is saying you have to jettison your history now and reconnect a genealogy called grace and you walk with God by understanding assignment I don't need to become like any other church or any other person I don't need to marry like any other person there is an assignment and this chip is in me and it can only download grace it doesn't know how to download earthly family lineage family tree I don't understand it anymore there is a genealogy called grace this is why God raised a spark nation to preach salvation to the dying world because God says the end of all flesh is before him right now and God comes into the house to look for people who can walk with him in a generation have you downloaded grace yet I want to show you how to download grace quickly I need to finish that for the earth is filled with violence yep. through them uh -huh. and behold I will destroy them with the earth uh -huh. make yourself an ark of gopher wood make rooms in the ark and cover it God began to show him building he told him what to cover it with he told him how to cover it he told him how to save the generation that fears God mysterious so Noah built what he has never seen imagine Noah putting three, four woods together and he himself is sitting there saying, I wonder how this will turn out. Spark Nation. Uh, he is hearing from the divine. God says, for that side, use oak wood and da-da-da. Put it in this shape. Noah has never seen the result before. That's called the unknown, right? If you are not building something that you don't know how it will come out, you have not found grace. Did you hear what I just said? God said today, I wanted to give a thousand pounds here and there. Da, 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 da. I don't know the outcome of it. I must not try to build the outcome. I don't know the outcome of what God is sending me to do next. But I know that if I can hear him, that is an indication that I found grace. Oh my God, you didn't hear me. I said, if I can hear him saying, build this way and do X, Y, Z, it's an indication that I've downloaded grace. In other words, obedience is the manifestation of grace. To even hear God in the first place is the demonstration that I've, had, I've received grace. If I've not received grace, I will not hear. So when God is still speaking to me, when God is still telling me to do X, Y, Z, it is because I've heard, 
have I found grace. Let me tell you who fell out of grace. The first example for this guy or the first manifestation that he has fell, fallen out of grace was this, quickly. Numbers. Numbers, no sorry, 1 Samuel chapter 28 verse 6, quickly. This man of God fell out of grace. Look at what happened to him. 1 Samuel 28 verse 6. And when Saul inquired of the Lord. He's going to ask now, what should I do? When Saul inquired of the Lord, what happened? The Lord did not answer him. Either by? By dreams. The Lord did not answer him either by dreams or what? Or by Urim. Or by Urim or by what again? Or by the prophets. This guy has fallen out of grace. And the first sign of a man of God that has fallen out of grace is the Lord will not answer. The Bible says, and the Lord did not answer him either by dreams or by the Urim, the big chess place that Jewish people were, or by the prophet. God did not speak to this guy anymore. I'm grateful that God still speaks to you. Yeah. You know when you say things like, my heart just felt I should give this. It's an indication. My heart just felt like I should follow this. It's an indication that you are still within the circumference of grace. You can preach about grace all you like. If God is not speaking to you, you are falling out of grace. So how do you know you are still a man of God? You hear him when you inquire of the Lord. He will speak to you either by dreams or by jurim, whatever that means now, or by the prophet. So give God praise because he's still speaking to you. When a person's heart no longer moves towards God, when God's word, when you hear a word in a service like this or other services, and your heart is no longer panting for God, and your heart is no longer repenting, you know, them days when you came to church and you can still go commit fornication and you don't feel any conviction, that means God is not speaking to you anymore. But even in the state of sin, if he's still convicting you, it means he's still speaking to you and you found grace in his sight. And that means you are still a man of God. Are you listening to me tonight? What is the making of this man? How does God make his man? And we can go now from Moses. Prince Mo, you remember Prince Mo yesterday night. Prince Mo was tipped. It could be the next pharaoh. He was so big and all those stuff. We said that yesterday. And he had good intentions. He wanted to liberate his people. He wanted to stand up for the cause of his people, Israel. Uh, but God says, not that way. Because your fathers, your fathers, your, your people walk with me. That's how you came this far. Now Moses is going to be the one to speak to us about the history of heaven and earth. Now, in that password was Moses' exploit. How did God make Moses? God invited him. 
He said, come up to the mountain. And for 40 years or 40 days, Moses was in the presence of God. God was making him. God was revealing himself. So the making of a man of God comes with an encounter. The day that you encounter God, something different happened to you. The first time you had God, a conviction in your spirit. The first time you reacted to godly things when your heart was still panting for God. is the time God is making you. Every day you wake up, you are looking for God. You were hungry, you were thirsty for the things beyond your reach. You were crying before God. When you worship, you cry. When you pray, you cry. When you studied the word, your heart was moving. What was God doing in those periods in your life? He was making you. That's the formation. He was forming you, forming something out of you. He was forming you from just a man to a man of God. God says, don't lose that fire. Don't lose that zeal. Don't lose that urge. Don't lose that seeking. For God, you know, in the days when you couldn't wait to go hear the word of God, in the days when cameras, TV was not there, when it wasn't BBC or Sky News, when it wasn't that you now know that you can form a company when you were not CEO of a company, you were just you. And God says, I'm taking you from a naked into a servant of God. That was your formation. But what happens to people is that we run out of formation too quick. That business could have prospered if you stayed longer in God's presence. Because you would have realized or you would have been introduced to the genealogy of what you are trying to be. In God speaking to Moses, Moses was entering a level of power that we will call Genesis. Today, Genesis was Moses. Thus is the history. So imagine, imagine God had made the heavens and the earth thousands of years before, but he couldn't find a man that can put this history in a book that's why it is the book of Moses still because he found a man that can walk with him long enough to know this history and when Moses was now coming down from the mountain it was no longer just Moses he had information that eyes have not seen that ears have not heard what God will do to you before Sunday is that it will give you information for that industry Yeah, yeah. Late 2015 or 2016, when I had the vision of whatever Spark Nation had become today, I've been doing church for years, but that was the encounter. Because he said to me, come with me and I will show you deeper waters. That was the encounter. So whatever I began to tell young people from then, it opened up a new revival. It opened up impact. And in those three years, Spark Nation has done what cannot be erased from the history of this country again because of the conversation it was because of the conversation the encounter find God before you find the album to, to, to release this guy has no information he's just singing on cassettes Moses because of that encounter it came back with information uh-huh so you only have tonight and tomorrow god wants to download some information what did noah come back with from the encounter information on act building pastor dami before you look for mentors 
in engineering it doesn't mean much you have to go to the father the father of engineering is somewhere and i'm not talking about god god will introduce you to him you will be in communication and he will give you information about the things that in time you hear me about the things that time could not allow him to fulfill men who died with informations because they ran out of time you know you need to meet them thank you pastor Obi. that's powerful let me just use that scripture it said i will give you treasures in dark places these are men who discover things but ran out of time so what did God do for you he sent you into time he, he, almighty God that's who you are almighty God the great I am listen you don't need new songs there were men it downloaded songs to but they ran out of time men of God can I give you the example in the negative word Samuel was Saul was looking for Samuel to get the blueprint for the governance of Israel but Samuel was dead as much of a prophet as Samuel was, he ran out of time. The fulfillment of Samuel's time should have been Saul. He should have been in constant communication, not with Samuel, but with the ad, with the soft copy called Samuel. Because Samuel ran out of time, he had to go. And so Saul was looking for the blueprint for governance. Every nation has founding fathers. With whom God gave the blueprint of that nation. The music nation as fathers. This person, anyway, let me not go there. So, the father of Israel, the father of creation, invited Moses up to come and meet him for a one-on-one -on -one discussion and there he gave him information when Moses came back from the mountain guess what his face was no longer human he went to the mountain as human but because of information his configuration has changed now because he has met the father of the nation that he was trying to build. Tonight, you're going to press into a place of encounter. I just need a slow stuff now. And so, <laughs> I can't even go past Moses tonight. I don't think so. Don't worry. If this is too advanced, when you just hear it, it's in your spirit. Moses passes away and then comes Joshua. And Joshua is going to have to have his own encounter now. In his encounter, God will tell him 
He said, Moses, your master is dead. But this is the blueprint for the war you are about to lead. And God downloaded another level of information to him. But let me fast forward. Jesus went to the Mount of Transfiguration and met the law and the prophet there. That encounter changed Peter forever. So what are you saying with all these pastors tonight? This is the gist. You were created for a purpose. You are supposed to walk with God. Unrepentantly. So this kind of walk cannot be I'm alive today and dead tomorrow. That just puts you in the league of normal men. Normal men do that. But you see men of God. What are you pressing into? An encounter that changes you forever. You cannot worry into it because God will only give it when he's ready. In pains, Paul will now say we are ambassadors of Christ. I love the story of Paul. He says we are ambassadors of Christ but in chains. Read, read it please. Now then. Now then. We are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us. Yeah, without, without reconciled. Read on, Pastor. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Yeah. Be reconciled to God. Now, Paul had got to a place now. Because of his encounter, I know a man, either in the flesh or in the spirit, I do not know, who met God. He went into realms. The Bible says, I mean, Paul says that the things that he heard in that realm, he said, it is not even lawful for man. This guy had come to a realm and heard information. That's why you will read the epistles of Paul and, and just say, he's a madman. It went deeper even than Peter. Peter said, Peter's, Peter's testimony about Paul, Peter said that there are some things that our brother Paul has written. He said, which he said they are hard to understand. He said, which some people have twisted for their own destruction. Paul looks at Peter and says, bro, stop talking. He had gone to a level. And in this kind of summit or conference, what we are trying to say is this. God is running another kind of soldier, a breed. A mixed breed. Because it would take another kind of breed to take the nation now. God is, and, and what do you have to do? The pressing into God. <laughs> you know that he has assigned the nations to you. And the last thing in your life is mingling with Satan's world. That's sin, fornication and those things. By now we shouldn't even be talking about that. Because it's too long. I'm talking about people who are ready for an encounter. If you... Read on. Quickly, I've got to stop. We implore you... Oh my God. Yeah. On Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Yeah. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. Yeah. We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you 
not to receive the grace of God in vain. Are you sure you're in the right place? I need the ambassadors. Just go to ambassadors. Any ambassador that now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Uh -huh. As though God were pleading through us. No, no, no. We're ambassadors for Paul began to talk about but in chains okay Ephesians but before we get there he then tells us how he makes his men it's like the making of a military marine Paul gave us a window into how it was made world changes are not made in classrooms they are made on mountains yeah, not classrooms anymore. We've seen how far Oxford and Cambridge graduates got the world. The combination of both now. Imagine an Oxford graduate of Cambridge or Harvard who had encounter with God. You know that's a mixed breed. I'm not talking about your year Christianity. You know the one who says, oh, I go to church, praise God, and I go back home. No, I'm talking about a God diehard who had studied in those institutions. That's mixed breed. Those are the new class of saviors. And even if Oxford is not there, Moses went to Oxford in 40 days. And it downloaded everything that has ever happened. Peter went to the mountain of transfiguration. And he got all the information. Moses got the information about the finance of nations. In 40 days encounter. How to build the strongest economy in the world. What was his access point? Prayer. We'll call it prayer today, right? Not the noise making. Noise making prayer is your goal. You start saying what you want God to do. Not show me what you've done is what you want him to do. You call that prayer, you're wasting your time. Daniel assessed the future cities by books. That's why occultic people open the books of Moses or whatever they call it. And they are reading this thing, they are reading it, and they get into a realm. Password. Peter and his brothers entered into that dimension by followership. And you have not grown as a believer until you enter another realm that is beyond your mind. Again, that's not a realm you go into by worries. Oh, how come God don't speak to me? There are four, five dimensions and that's what I'm going to major on tomorrow. How did these men enter these dimensions? Don't forget the first one is that your DNA must be wired that way. But Noah found grace in the sight of God. I have no single doubt in my heart that those of you in Spark Nation, there is a DNA that drew, that, that drew you to this place. There's something that navigated you here. So we've settled the genealogy matter. So you need not to worry about, okay, maybe I'm one of those God called or not. No, he called you. That's why you're here on Friday night. So now we're going to press into the higher dimension. Now. And that's for tomorrow.
God will now begin to show you your own access point. How do you get in? So, Daniel's one was different from Moses's. Peter and Paul different, but there was a, an inroad. How do you get into another realm? You know, for some of you, it will just give you the ability to study the word. You're not just going to be able to live that Bible. But you see, the call of God is clear for you tonight. Satan's assignment is to make sure that it takes your eyes off what your access point is. And each time he's taking your eyes off it, it will make you to begin to begin to serve the servant of servants. How do you become a man of God? And the access point is already around you. But you need a laser beam focus. You know, a focus that nothing can take away. A focus that even if you are sleeping in your car outside, you cannot stop doing it. I know people of prayer, they can't stop praying, no matter what you do. Even when they are sleeping, they are sitting in the car. Now, for someone that has not heard this kind of word, you'll be told, you'll be told, oh, you don't need to pray that long. Jesus is cool. Whereas Obi may not need to pray that long, I have to because that's my access point. That's my own passcode. That's my password. Don't use your natural talent or gift of the Holy Spirit as the access point because what would happen is you will, what was as Isaiah's access point? Isaiah has been preaching before Isaiah chapter 6. When the year King Uzziah died, so we saw what was blocking him. And when Uzziah was taken out of the way, he said, I saw the Lord. This guy entered another realm of governance and was able to bring governmental order to Israel because Uzziah is now out of the way. What God has put in this house are voices in every industry. So those of you who are sent to finances, if you've not taken it yet because you didn't have an encounter, you were too eager. But it brings another season. It brings us into another season tonight. And it tells us, gather together my saints who have entered into covenant by sacrifice. Their eyes is focused now. No foul devil, Pastor Nicky said, can stop you after you've had the encounter. But you need that laser beam focus. So if I were you, the first thing I'm going to eliminate is everything that takes my focus away from using my password right. So men of God are made on mountains, in sufferings, in chains, in affliction. These are God's ingredients in his laboratory. And you know, when the science man is mixing things, sometimes the water will bubble. Sometimes there will be fire. Uh -huh. And if that is what you've got in your life right now, it is God just mixing a chemical. 
He said to Peter, follow me and I will make you. What was Peter's access point? Follow. Well, unfortunately, you can't choose your own access point. Because if you could, you'll be looking for the easiest right now. I think the word is my own access point. I'm not talking about the word like you treat the word. Those are two different things because you can easily they say, yeah, that's my access point then. Wow, great, awesome. I don't think you understand how I spend time in that thing. I don't think you get it. And I'm not even going to tell you so that you won't try it and break down. You know you can read and study or pray to a point where your whole body is aching. we worship tonight don't look for money look for God look for what's Noah found and what you're looking for everything around you may look upside down don't look at what is upside down look for what you're looking for keep your eyes until you get it don't let making 100k distract you from the password because the 100k will finish. Satan cannot stop your destiny but he can waste your time. Can I tell you something? All those who think you can make mistakes and come back anytime you like and say, now we're getting it right. Let me tell you something. He said, you found me in your secret place and my days are written in your book. When that day is over, it's over. So there's nothing like, now we're getting it right, praise God, yeah! No, 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 there were days missed. So at the end of life, you realize, oh my God, I could do more. He said, the timer comes. Say, time is over. So, you would have to commit it to the next generation. But the beauty of tonight and days like this is this. We can compress 40 years into four days. Can we attempt to do that now? Lift up your hands to the heavens. I need worshippers here now, please. This is the moment of encounter. Don't go out, guys. Remove this place. I seek you with all my heart and all my soul. 
You know the next 15 minutes is destiny moment. You know that, right? It's going to be a solemn prayer tonight, but I want you to seek God. Encounters all over through this all through this weekend. This weekend is gonna change the life of everyone forever. Take me, Lord. Take 
by so great cloud of witnesses men who were ordinary men and they became men of God like you so tonight I want to give you five minutes to just do your own prayer by yourself you know the things that distract you I want you to leave all of it here tonight to press into there is an encounter that has been reserved for you from before time began this is the time to ask for it
is an encounter that is just for you. You, you have found grace. Don't think about if God can give you an encounter or not. He wants to. how serious you are about it you have three more minutes God will manifest himself to you and he will give you the password to your generation I need you to pray now <laughs> 